Cheers to DaVinci Resolve. I've edited the last three or so videos in Resolve now, and I'm gonna give you five reasons that are worth switching over to DaVinci for your editing, especially if you're coming from Premiere or Final Cut. So the number one reason is because you've spent all your money on your gear, <laughs> that it's free. It's literally free. Okay, this isn't the number one reason, but man, it's free. You can try. Okay, the, the studio version where you get all of the tools does cost money, but you can right now try DaVinci Resolve for free, which is incredible. Please excuse the mess. Uh, we're going through a little bit of a restructuring here. <laughs> we got some new shelves going on. Everything is just a pure mess over here. Uh, Tyler's kind of without desk, right? I mean, I don't have you, kind of, you kind of have. Am I fired? Do I have a job? Uh, 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 oh, I mean, we, we spent a lot of money on this, so. Uh, That's cooler than I. <laughs> I get it. Tyler's working on secret stuff that we cannot show right now, so. Uh, back to work. Still can't believe I actually bought a mini LF. I don't think anybody else believes it either. I, th I don't know if that's just me being like, you know, brave or just stupid. I just hope I'm as a productive tool as this thing is. Uh, <laughs> I, this is on the tool. I'm pretty sure this is only gonna make us less productive, if anything. <laughs> Number one, this little tool here called Color Space Transform. Quiet on set. <laughs> the airy changes you. This tool is incredible. It's what I've always thought just made sense inside of an editing program. Basically, it allows for you to tell the program resolve what colors you're working with and what colors you want to output. This makes it the fastest way to kind of match different cameras and also to get your log footage into just like nice Rec. 709. So let's say you're shooting on an Airy. Uh, you can tell it the input color space is the Airy wide gamut three. That's what I'm shooting on. And the input gamma is Airy log C3. And then I can just make that Rec. 709 or choose a different color space if I was trying to match it to a different camera. If for example, I had FX3 footage in here, which I do, I can just use the color space transform to make the FX3 look like the airy footage, even though it's not quite completely apples to apples. You're still shooting on an area and you're still shooting on an FX3. But you can get them to the same color space. So then when you apply kind of a grade to it, you're at a much better starting point. Color Space Transform is probably one of the best tools inside of Resolve for colors. And if you've been scared of log footage, this makes working with log footage so easy. You literally just tell it what log footage you're working with and then say, give me Rec. 709 and then you have it. But you're not, you know, baking in anything. So if you kind of messed up exposure or whatever, you can change exposure beforehand and, and just make everything work. It's incredible. It's such a good tool. Probably one of the best color tools inside of Resolve. Number two, I really like the workflow here. See these little icons here? Those are basically a bunch of different programs inside of one program, DaVinci Resolve, and they just work so smart with your workflow. So the first one is media. That's when you're bringing in your footage into the program, and that's what you're gonna edit with. And the next two are cut and edit, and that's where you do your editing. And then after that, we have fusion, which is Think like After Effects inside of Resolve. So any VFX work or kind of like fancier motion graphics stuff you can do inside of Fusion. And then after that, it's time to color grade. And we got color and the 
color grading tools. They're just insane in here. Then after that, you got Fairlight for audio and then Deliver Export. All your programs inside of one program. Um, the last video I made with the, you know, announcing that I bought an Airy Mini LF was the first time that I had really used kind of all of these different areas of Resolve. And I can see it worked really well. It's so streamlined. It reminds me of how easy it is now to get digital assets for your videos. If you're curious how I got the music, the sound effects, and some of the motion graphics for the Mini LF video, First, I headed to Artlist and basically I, I needed a song that, that kind of felt um, a little bit playful, not too serious, but had some like good like oomph to it. You know, it has to be not, not epic, but kind of epic if that makes sense. So on Artlist, I chose the playful mood and then a lot of times I don't know exactly what I want, but I know what I don't want. And so I'll actually use the exclude for genre. I'll use the exclude button a ton and kind of just like weed out all the stuff I know for sure I don't want and then leave some room for like areas that I, I don't exactly know. This could work or this work. And I wanted a little bit of an electronic vibe to it. And that gave me a ton of songs to choose from. And I think this one had that, that feeling that I was going for. Cause I just bought my ultimate dream camera. A camera I thought I would never use, let alone buy. Introducing the Airy. Kind of playful, but had some like momentum to it. I don't know if that's that's the right word here. <laughs> then of course I needed some sound effects. Uh, for edits like this, it really needs that sound design. Without it, it just falls so flat. It doesn't feel as like professional or legit. It just, it's missing so much of the story. And what I do is I just look at kind of the sounds that would be happening in that scene or the visuals. And then there's like obvious sounds like a, like a city, you know, ambient sound or something like that. But then there's also times where you get to be a little bit creative, for example, with the switching of the cameras and the tools. And then uh, I cut a bunch of different like uh, feature films that had used the mini LF and I kind of sound designed that whole part. And that's when you just get to kind of like think about like, Hmm, what's like a bunch of stuff going through all scrolling and I look up scrolling sounds and there's just like so many different options and then you just try and see what works. Oh, and I even used instead of Artlist, they now have the Max subscription, which gives you access to all their stock footage. And so I found a bunch of really cool like film overlay things that I could use as cool transitions. And all of this was from Artlist. It's so streamlined. Uh, Thanks Artlist for sponsoring this episode and for allowing me to take the time to make these silly videos and buy things like an Airy. That same feeling of getting all the, your tools, your digital assets from one place in Artlist is what I feel with DaVinci. I just have all of the tools that I need and it's just the workflow of like, you're going from this to this to this to this is very smart. It's just how we do things already. I was gonna leave this next one for last, but I just, I can't hold it in. The color grading tools inside of DaVinci Resolve are so, so good. For the first time in so long, I feel like the limiting factor in my colors, in color grading, is not the programs and the tools, it's just my skills. The sky is the limit. You can do anything you want in here. It's just how good can you get at color grading. The tracking, all of the different ways you can manipulate colors, 
uh, just the color accuracy of what's going on. And this is a huge thing for me. This is basically like hardware, physical hardware that you can use to color it. So these are actually your color wheels. You got your shadows here, your midtones here, and your highlights here. You can change the colors, you can change the exposure, and then you have all of these other knobs and things. You can add new nodes for color, everything on here. And I gotta say, I was I was a little bit skeptical. I didn't think that this would actually be that good. I was I, felt, I thought it would be a little bit like gimmicky, and that you just you just end up using <laughs> you know typical trackpad and your keyboard, your mouse, whatever normal stuff. But this has actually really sped up my workflow. Now I, I do look like a DJ. <laughs> the boys are always making fun of me when I'm color grading. They, they think I'm like DJing or something. But it's it's just it's so good for like precise finessing of colors, which is what color grading most of the time is. It's just like things are a little bit off and you're just, just trying to finesse them. But I could also see as I get used to this, this just speeding up my color grading by a ton. You can like skip to the next clip from here. You can add the nodes and, and choose what kind of tools you wanna use all from this one control panel. They have a bunch of different versions of this. They have smaller ones and bigger ones too. I think the number one reason why I switched and everybody should switch to Resolve is the color grading. If you want your videos to look really professional, the highest quality possible, especially with the colors, you basically have to be on Resolve or use whatever program and then color grade and Resolve and then bring it back to that program. Or you could just, you have you have all, all the programs. You have it all in, in one. <clears throat> Isaac, are you in here? <laughs> How's How's this going, eh? It's not what I signed up for. <laughs> uh, in the last week, I, I, uh, Isaac has been my uh, van driver, Ikea furniture builder, um, Home Depot assistant. I'm just a handyman. I'm a <laughs> You're a straight up handyman. Can I, can I squeeze? Get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> we just have a massive mess right now. Things are, things are in a state of flux right now, a uh, state of transition, and uh, we're getting through this. I, I really need to organize all this. 2028 is going to be our year. We're going to finally be done. 2028. Imagine that's that's going to be the year. Finally paid off my loans on the area. <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs> I bought a cash. Of course, I forgot my ND as usual. Um, one of the best things, best things is is that you actually have control over the export colors and contrast. Unlike some programs where when you've done all the hard work of color grading and editing, then you export it and it doesn't look like what you edited. It doesn't look the same. The contrast, the saturation, it's all messed up all of a sudden. That sucks. I don't know about you guys, but I hate that. It's so bad. You put all this time and effort into it and it's just ruined. And DaVinci, you actually can control what color space and what gamma you want to export to so it's going to look the same across the board. Now, it, it never looks exactly, exactly 100%, but literally the closest you can get. You have the control. You have all the control. Now, I'm uh, obviously with more options. Uh, comes a lot more researching and trying to figure out what the heck you're doing. So I don't actually know what the exact best 
settings are yet. <laughs> I have a, an idea, but the fact that we have the control is the best also. Is this like the new 368? This place turned out so nice. I feel like I need Peter to give me a full tour. We should have like a meetup here. Definitely doing a meetup here. Thank you, Peter and Metropolis for this coffee. It's delicious. Don't spill, don't spill. Because of the area, I've gotten some really fun stuff said to me recently. Uh, for example, Dizio sent me a whole set of their Vespid Primes. Uh, these are PL glass. Uh, super nice. Because I didn't have like a legit cinema camera, I mean, I have a C500 Mark II, I guess that's a legit cinema camera, but not like a PL mount cinema camera. Uh, I've never really dove into the, these kinds of. Uh, pieces of gear that much before. So this is, this is really fun. Also, uh, Small HD sent me actual good monitors. I've been, I've been using their 502 for the last like seven years or something like for so long. Uh, they, they were gracious enough to send me the much higher quality, much nicer new version. And uh, this thing can actually control the Airy to not all the functions, which is really annoying. Like I wish I could control everything and get rid of, uh, I was really trying to get rid of this whole thing. I don't use EVFs and this isn't that high quality, um, but it's the only way to control the camera. So that's kind of annoying area. I would, I would love it if you made it so this monitor can, could control everything. Why am I so out of breath? I did run seven kilometers this morning though. Got this new shelf too. I think it looks really nice. It just has way too much stuff on it right now. We just jammed everything in there for now. I have so much organizing uh, and uh, figuring out what to do with stuff. I got to give away a bunch of stuff, trash some stuff, and then figure out what I'm going to keep. Okay, back to Resolve. The final and probably one of the most important things is that it's fast and bug free. <laughs> now I will say I've had some minor bugs. So I, you know, I would say it's definitely not as bad as Premiere, nowhere near. Premiere has just way too many bugs and like serious issues. DaVinci I feel like has like some things where you kind of have to like restart the program or it might shut down on you once in a while, but that's pretty rare, but I've ha I haven't had any like serious issues. I will say though, Final Cut. Final Cut is just like the workhorse that always just works. <laughs> I think Final Cut is the best in terms of stability, but that's probably also because they almost never do any big updates, which is a downside. So for me, I'm personally okay with some minor bugs because I get all of these tools. Did I mention this program is free? Like you can right now use this for free. That like that has to play into people's calculation, especially going from something like Premiere and the Adobe Suite. It costs so much. Like it's it was one of my biggest expenses. And just recently, a couple months ago, it was the first time 
in basically my whole career where I turned off the subscription from Premiere and After Effects and all that stuff. I still have Lightroom and Photoshop. Those are all really great tools that I use. But uh, yeah, I don't use, I don't have, I don't have the subscription to Premiere anymore, which is really weird. And like this DaVinci, there's the free version and to get the, the pro version, the studio version that has everything is like $400 or something like that. So that sounds like a lot, but Adobe cost me like, was it like $70 or something Canadian a month? And so that's, that's already over, well, that's like 800 something dollars in one year. And so, the amount of money you save by switching to Resolve versus using Premiere, it's substantial. All this to say, uh, my switch to DaVinci has been very smooth. I haven't really had any hiccups. I just make the same keyboard shortcuts that I'm used to. Um, there's been a few little bugs that I, I feel like I need to ask somebody who really knows about DaVinci, but man, I think, I think this is the call right now. Resolve, if you've been thinking about it, this is, this is your like, your final, like, you should do it. <laughs> Tyler's literally downgrading his Adobe subscription. <laughs> you, remind, you reminded me, you reminded me. Sometimes it scares me that, like that was just one person hearing that. How many now are gonna, oh no. <laughs> I just go with whatever the best program is. And um, right now, I really do think it's, it's resolved. And I'm not being paid. I don't have any ties to DaVinci and any Resolve in any way. I, I just, I think it's, it's really good. Apparently, apparently Tyler also thinks. I haven't even downloaded DaVinci yet. <laughs> He's just downgrading. <laughs> All right, bye guys.